Alright, let's go, nation. <laughs> really appreciate everybody for tuning in. My name is Law Nation, L-A-W Nation. As the nation is on fire, right? Everybody got a plan. Everybody got an action. Everybody got a, got a, got a solution to this thing, right? Oh, I digress. But we're going to talk a little bit about Dak Prescott, and we're going to go over the things that we need to go through as it relates to this team going forward. I will say this. Dak Prescott did sign the franchise tag for $31 million, which is more money than he can count, right? He didn't see this type of money his first few years. So $31 million is on the table. But what we are trying to figure out, Cowboy Nation, do you want to paint yourself in a corner or... Do you really want to take a chance and say to yourself, let's just go ahead and get a four year deal or five four year or five year deal and get this stuff out the way so that we can get other players in so we can get to the Super Bowl action. Right. That should be the philosophy. That should be the groove. But we got Jerry. Jerry is a salesman. Jerry is a businessman. Jerry is a developer. Look, 15 years from here or 15 years in the past, Plano wasn't even on the map. Frisco wasn't even thought of. It was just a whisper. Now that city, that area, that region, that place, that origin, everything around it is growing because of the mighty Dallas Cowboys, right? Build a $2.5 billion workout facility there and bring it in money. That is what jerry jones will do and that is what jerry jones been doing hey last year around this time he bought a 2.2 billion dollar i think energy company but people fail to realize that that guy is a motivator innovator and that's what he does but to the common folks they'll look at it and say hey this team have no direction they have no guidance and on top of that we understand that jerry fell in love with jason garrett and people are doing this they're forgetting about jason garrett administration and only focusing in on rain dakota prescott like he went three or four years consecutive of eight and eight now we've seen this particular staff before before Dak Prescott was able to play in the National Football League, go eight and eight. What? How many times? Somebody help me out. I forgot how many years we went eight and eight consistently, right? I digress. But let's listen in to uh, we're going to start off with uh, Undisputed. Uh, the phone lines are open 515 604 9318. That's how you can reserve your spot. The pin to get in is 709 And uh, just how you can reserve your spot. Uh, on this particular situation that we're going to talk about. And um, we, we're just going to go through everything as relates to the Dallas Cowboys and beyond. We're going to go through um, the way and the nature of how we got to do this thing. Uh, we're going to go through the talk tracks and the philosophy of the Cowboys. We're going to try to get everybody uh, a chance and opportunity to speak their minds, uh, to speak what they got on their hearts or what have you. And uh, that's just how it goes. Uh, so let's continue to grind. Let's continue to find ways to get this thing going in the best way possible. 
Um, and that's just that's just where it goes from here. Really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, <clears throat> shout out to those that's on my Facebook group. Uh, I really appreciate you all that's there. Give me a few seconds while I pull up this right quick. Here we go. Who said that Dak Prescott and the Cowboys' inability to get a long-term deal done has been the most surprising event this offseason? One agent went so far as to call it a, quote, big miss for Dallas. So, Shannon, do you agree? Absolutely. I've yeah. been telling Skip this for the longest time. Skip, I, I think the thing is now is that there's bad blood because that, and everybody yeah. keeps saying, well, he's more in line with Wentz, he's more in line with golf. But those two teams gave their guys security with two years still remaining on their deal. And the Cowboys did not do that for Dak Prescott. So the question becomes this, Skip. I believe, and I think we're going to talk about this a little later, he's going to play under the tag this year. I don't believe they get a done dead, a deal done by the deadline, which I mean, if I'm not mistaken, it's 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, Eastern time. I don't yeah. believe they get that deal done. So Dak plays well. I'm not saying he, he throws for 5,000 yards. He win the, but Dak plays well. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to come in and give him a discount next year? So guess where we are, Skip? We're at the exact same location where mm-hmm. we are this year. Mm-hmm. And that's, 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 that's the problem. Dak says, you guys want me to give you a discount. You want everything. You want a discount. Right. You want the number of years that you want. What do I get? I played this contract out. I had to navigate all these injuries. Where golf and wins, they got security in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I did not. So now they've gotten security with two years left. Jerry, you made me play this thing out. Do you know anything could have happened? Let's just say I'm Alex Smith. Unforeseen. Now, Alex Smith has made a lot of money. He was the number one overall pick. He got paid by San Francisco. He got played by uh, uh, Kansas City. Yep. And he got paid again by Washington. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me go over the details of what he's talking about, Cowboy Nation. And here, here's the thing. And, and I'm not trying to say, okay, just pick, just give Dak whatever he's wanting. Let's give him uh, $60 million a year type of situation. I'm not saying that. No, don't get my words twisted. What I'm saying is, is that think about this. Golf, Wentz, they got money. They had bread. They had paper because they were the first. They were drafted in the first round. So the money that Dak Prescott received was predicated upon the fact that he got drafted in the fourth round, which that's what his draft grade is. That's what he got drafted by. Nobody can complain about that. What Shay Sharp is saying is that the Cowboys should have reached out to Dak Prescott around year two or year three, right in the midst of that contract and say, okay, now it's time for us to extend you uh, so that we can get you all secured. Dak Prescott didn't have a leg to stand on at all because if you look at the end of 2018, yes, we made it to the playoff. Yes, we won a playoff game. But Dak Prescott market rate or market value was $22 million. And I recall and I remember in people saying, hey, I wouldn't give him 15. Guess what? Now you're willing to give him 22. Guess what? Now you're willing to give him 27. Guess what? Now you're willing to pay the man 30. See, the market goes as well as these players get signed and get their deals done. What happened, collectively speaking, is that golf got his paper. Wentz got his bag. But before that time, Frank Garoppolo got his. Oh, somebody else. I think it was uh, Matthew Ryan or Stafford. One of those boys got their paper. The thing is, is that what people fail to realize is that you can't shortchange or underpaid Dak Prescott when he's already been getting paid pennies <laughs> to the dollar what have you and you get and you see that those boys get their paper 
when their stats or statistics or with their level of production is not far beyond Dak Prescott. So we got to speak from the ramifications of not just who the player is or what he's doing out there as it relates to the total win-loss ratio, but you got to look at the total production and what he's bringing to the table. Yes, when supposed to be better than Dak Prescott. Yes, golf supposed to be better than Dak Prescott, but their numbers doesn't speak those things. Their level of production does not speak those things. Oh, but what about uh, Russell Wilson? Well, if you compare 2016 to now, present day, and you put up Russell Wilson stats, and I'm talking about stat line by line, they are the exact same person. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail, but no, Carson Wentz and golf, they deserve their paper. Well, don't Dak Prescott deserve his too? Oh, buddy, I tell you the truth. <laughs> let's listen to more what they got to say. But let's just say that wasn't the case. And the injury, and the hope, Lord, please don't let that happen to Dak. But I'm saying Dak is looking at it like, nah, I need long-term security. Yep. Oh, 31 million, that's a lot of money. It is yeah. for one year. But when you see all these quarterbacks getting 60, 70, 80, 90 million dollars, guaranteed, Skip fully, he said, nah, nah, Dak <laughs> says, I can't do that. He says, I can't do you the same deal that Wentz and Golf got for the simple fact they had two years remaining. I have no years remaining. So you're right. going to have to pay a premium price on that in order for me to sign this contract. Mm -hmm. And so, Skip, it was a huge miss by the Cowboys. Jerry Jones, you can say what you want, huge miss or whatever. Mm -hmm. Jerry and Stephen Jones are not convinced Dak Prescott is their guy. Because if they were convinced, wow, this deal would have been done. Woo-woo! Mm. Shay Sharp is speaking the truth. Look, you don't go get a Ferrari. You don't go get a Lambo. You don't get a Maserati or an Ashton Martin and park it outside when you got a garage. Or you don't go buy something fancy and new and say, I'm just going to park it on the curb right here where people can put their crusty little fingerprints all over it. No, no, no. You covet those things. You do not sully and denigrate and allow the media to go back and forth. We just saw Chris Jones get his bag, right? For the Kansas City Chiefs. But we didn't hear the talk track of going back and forth. He's not worth it or he's overvalued or he's underpaid or he's worth every penny. We don't see that split divide between the fans who think they know things about finances and stuff like that. And think they know about the what the conditionings of what the players go through. Putting their life on the line. Putting everything on the line. We don't see that with the other organizations. But D-Law had to go through that. People talking back and forth, what's he's worth, what his value, what we should get in return. Oh, not just him. Dez Bryant went through it. Mm, who else? Can we just go on and on and on of all of the people that the Cowboys organization or Cowboys nation had to go through and talk about worth and value? Like they are the ones out there on the field. Yes, we pay a high price for those tickets. Yes, we want to have bragging rights when we walk through the office and we can walk down like macho and say, yes, we are the America's team. But you do not handle your business affairs just like this. You don't. But Jerry have came accustomed to this thing people was going back and forth saying that ezekiel Elliott, he's not worth this and he's not worth that and all ezekiel Elliott did was play football when it was time for him to play football was the number one leading rusher in the nfl but people will credit everything else but accredit ezekiel Elliott for his hard work now of course 
He's not a choir boy, yes. But at the same time, I think the way that Christian McCaffrey got paid, that, that should have been the way Ezekiel Elliott got paid, right? I think the way that Chris Jones just got his bag should have been the way that D-Law got his, right? Oh, I think the way that Pat Mahomes, although it's a nice contract, big money Mahomes, he deserve every penny. But I think the way that the Kansas City Chiefs handled that situation, should have been the philosophy and the way that we handle ours. But I've seen so many people go back and forth with even Amari Cooper. Like 2018 didn't exist. I was with you until your last statement, and then you lost <laughs> it. Back to Jenny's question. Big miss? Yeah, Big it's miss. a huge miss. It's it's a horrendous miss. Mm -hmm. it's, it's an excruciating miss for Cowboy fans. Mm-hmm. It should have been done a year ago, and it didn't right. get done. Right. But here's the bottom line. In all that matters at this moment, mm -hmm. it would be a much bigger miss to give Dak Prescott $42, 43000000 million a year right now. And you have to frame it with what Jerry has done here just recently with mm -hmm. his Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones has a long-earned reputation for overpaying. He's the king of overpaying in the National Football mm -hmm. League. He gets too close to players, although he's not that close to Dak. Right. But he gets too close, and he goes too far to make them happy and to take care, quote, unquote, of those players. So we talked yesterday. We, we had the argument about most overpaid cowboy right now. Well, it, it, you can debate it all day and all night because there are a bunch of them. <laughs> but all right. So before he goes into that situation of saying overpaid cowboys players, oh, so why did the overpay account? Oh, oh, this is why the overpaid account, because here's, here's the situation. The reason why the overpaid situation account, because Jerry Jones allowed these guys, for example, D-Law. You guys remember when he was looking for his bag the first time, it was like 13 to 14 million. Then they said, okay, we're going to slap the franchise tag and prove it to me again, right? And he proved it to them again. He put up, what, uh, 10 sacks or something like that. I think it was close to, uh, it was a double-digit sacks or what have you. And then all of a sudden, that 14 grew to what? Oh, 19 to 20 million, whatever he's getting paid. That's why D-Law is getting paid more. Because Jerry Jones, you should have went on ahead and paid him the first time or you should have rallied those picks together and traded them or you could have did other things to get that bag. But I tell you what, he didn't. And that's what we're seeing. And that's what we're experiencing. Like I said, Dak Prescott, if you were to go ahead and give him the money to 25 to 26 million at the end of 2018, we would not even have this conversation. But, but Zeke, you could argue he, he was ranked by Pro Football Focus last year, the 10th best running back, and he got the most money at that point any running back right. ever gotten. Demarcus mm. Lawrence has a horrendously overpaid contract right yeah. now. He was ranked among edge rush, excuse me, edge rushers last year, 13th overall, 13th. Yeah. But he's making top five money. He's number three on that list behind <laughs> Khalil Mack, uh, Mack and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Uh, uh, two plus two. Amari equals, Cooper. Yeah, Amari <laughs> Cooper is making 20 million a year. He's ranked the tenth best receiver. What? He, so he making top two money. Yeah. And he and give you. Okay. So now we come back to Dak Prescott. He was ranked by Pro Football Focus the eleventh best quarterback last year. Before the year started, 
that the entire NFL was asked to, to rank players in the top 100, to vote for your, your players who belong in the top 100. Right. He didn't make it. Right. Then he didn't make the Pro Bowl last year, and they went 8-8. Eight and eight. And he missed so many key throws last year that he has not missed in his previous years. And awesome. he started out like gangbusters and tried to break the bank, and Jerry thought he had a deal going into game number one and told the reporters, it is imminent. And they said imminent, meaning what? Meaning days. Thought he'd get it done the first week of the regular mm -hmm. season just right after Zeke had gotten done at the end of camp. Didn't happen, didn't happen. He had three huge games against not very good teams. And here we went. Last 13 games, he was ranked 15th overall by Pro Football Focus. You gave him Fs seven times, and you can make a case he deserved Fs in those games. Break at it down. New Orleans, at Jets, Green Bay. Down. Buffalo, these are hurt for me and Brandon. Green Bay, what, Green Bay and uh, Buffalo was at home. Mm -hmm. There wasn't no <laughs> Green Bay and Buffalo at it was at home. All right, so let's go over those games. Let, let, let me go over the uh, the Saints game. Okay. So the two pass interference, and I have to go this. I, I have to bring some objectivity to these guys. Uh, when we talk about the P.I. call that was called on Amari Cooper, was that somehow – one way or another, that Prescott fault, or was that the officiating, or was that solely on Dak Prescott? I, I just want to know, Cowboy Nation, was those two P.I. calls on Amari Cooper that was taken away for the first down, pivotal game. It's not like the Saints routed us 38-0. Uh, to zero. Let me know. Help me out. Just, just objectively speaking, were those two P.I. calls, pass interference, whatever was first called in the history of the game, two pass interference, offensive pass interference, by the way, was that Dak Prescott's fault or was that the, 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 the officiating, right? What, 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 who fault was it? Okay, okay, now will we go talk about the Jason Witten, a sure hand, a veteran tight end. A, a guy that you can say, oh, reliable. When he wanted to play basketball with the football, was that somehow Dak Prescott production or Dak Prescott fault? Well, I'm not trying to make this thing a Dak Prescott apology, but I just want somebody to cut it real clean with me. And on top of that, the previous week, oh, I had we had one of the, uh, the people to call in that worked on the staff for the Dallas Cowboys. What's his name? Oh, Philip Tanner, he said the whole game change, the whole game plan to change from the, Ma the Miami game to the Saints game. You know, you want to know why? Because in between that time frame, Dak Prescott rep or scout or agent reached out to Jerry and said, OK, nah, that, that first contract, you can toss that up. 90 million guaranteed is not enough. We want some of that 105, 107, 110 guaranteed type of money. Oh, all of a sudden, they did not give Tony Pollard the ball at all? Who does that? You've seen the guy bust open the league wide open, two running backs, back-to-back, 100-yard -back, rushing. But all of a sudden, he don't give him a snap? And I'm not even talking about the Ezekiel Elliott fumble that happened that didn't happen. Oh, my goodness. And special teams, <laughs> Greg Berry, really appreciate you. But all I would sound like is a, is a guy that making an apologist for, for Dak Prescott. Somehow that game, that, that game, a playoff team, I guess, was on Dak Prescott. If he was better, right? <laughs> if, if, he, if he were to able to say, okay, oh, 
the foot the football that fumbled when Ezekiel Elliott fumbled the ball is on me. It's on me because I'm the quarterback. It's my fault. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Oh my goodness! Right, they That's what there. I mean. And at Chicago, mm-hmm. and then at New England, Trubisky. Yeah. We just talked about his Trubisky. Yeah, at Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. And then at Philly, Dak had a shoulder. He was banged up. Didn't practice that week. But still, they couldn't even beat what what was a below average Philadelphia yeah. team. They were they were below average. So here we go into mm-hmm. contract negotiation year and. They, they yanked the rug out from under Jerry, and bad blood started after three games. They said, Jerry, our price just went way up. Yeah. Because I think they had agreed somewhere in the ballpark $35, $36 million right. a year, which is pretty, he was going to be the top paid. Hold on, hold on. That wasn't the 35-deal contract that they've talked about that they had agreed to. That was not the contract. I want people to go back. It was around 28 to $30 million is what they was going over. And Dak Prescott said, nah, nah. You got to pay me, me. You got Carson Wentz and golf getting at least 32 and 33 million. But this 35 somehow to slip in and people felt to realize that wasn't until after the season to midway after the season. Because a lot of times throughout all of this conversation, they said that, hey, they had not spoken to Dak Prescott agent. And since September, we went through the entire year. They have not reintervened those contract conversational talks since September. But what they do is they say, oh, he was offered $35 million week one. No, that's not the case, nor the scenario. I, w- I, w- I would say Dak Prescott is foolish if $35 million was on the table week one, and he said no. I would say, yeah, Dak Prescott camp is foolish, but that's not the case, though. But national media, they got over 5 to 10 million people watching this show. And I know that this is about a third of those people are going to come back and say, okay, you see, you see, Dak Prescott was off for $35 million. <laughs> September the 1st. He was off for $35 million. He turned that down. He's greedy. <laughs> Football player, not just quarterback right. at that moment. Mm-hmm. But we knew Mahomes was coming. We know Deshaun is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes got around 45. We're going to talk about his contract. Some people thought it, it wasn't a very good contract for Patrick because it's just too long. Yeah, but he gave that, up all this free agency. He, he gave right. it up for 10 years. True. Well, Jerry's saying we need five years because that's their MO. They want mm-hmm. longer contracts right. so they can prorate, prorate the up. bonus. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, no, I want four years. Okay, four versus five. It's, it's about the money. Show right. me the money, Correct. and it's 42, 43 versus 35, 36. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge leap in money for the quarterback. Yeah. So Jerry looks at Because the guys you mentioned, Skip, you mentioned Zeke, you mentioned uh, D-Law. Yeah. Dak is about to get what they got combined and what they got in signing bonus. Thank you. He is. <laughs> because that's what that position dictates. Yes. That's, that's what it's worth. Yes. If exactly. you're that good. Mm-hmm. Do even I, the biggest Dak defender supporter out there, do even I think he's Patrick Mahomes? I don't. No. So I can't make that case. Right. So if Jerry's drawn that line in the sand, I'm okay with it. Is there? Let's be real with it. Let's be real. Who is really Pat Mahomes? Who are we going to go out there and say, okay, this is the next Pat Mahomes, so therefore we're going to pay him like Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is the entity of himself. He's by himself. He's on an island. Pat Mahomes is <laughs> just on an island sipping on some good Mai Tais by himself. Let's stop talking about, hey, this guy's not a Pat Mahomes. This guy here is not a Pat Mahomes. This guy there is not a Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes, right? Just like Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Uh, Eli is Eli. You know, all of these guys are independent of themselves. 
Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. And on top of that, if we start to compare and make our analysis, the first look, I, I kid you not. And I, and I will say this until I'm blue in the face. And I don't think that is possible as black as I am. But let, let, let's just talk about it. Let, let's talk about it. Here, here's the situation. When we talk about quarterbacks and the system that they play in, with the show of hands for those that's watching this particular show, let me know of all of the glory and all of the good stuff that we saw from a Lamar Jackson. Would that be possible if Lamar Jackson was drafted for the Dallas Cowboys playing under Jason Garrett, would he still do the exact same things that he's doing over there in Ravensland? Just like I said the other day, if you were to just have a magic wand and go back into time and we picked up Tom Brady and Bill Belichick had Tony Romo, would Tom Brady still have six rings with the Dallas Cowboys opposed to Tony Romo at least having one ring with the, uh, uh, the, the Bill Belichick's of the world? I'm going to wait for those questionings. <laughs> Remember, choose wisely, right? Look, coaching do matter. When Pat Mahomes went over to the Kansas City Chiefs, guess what was his knock? Man, the dude got a rocket for an arm. The guy's intelligent. The guy's brilliant. But he can't read defense. That's not my words. That's not my words. That's the agent's word, and that's, that, that's Pat Mahomes' words himself coming from the mouth. But he said that, that, that Reed and Eric B. Enemy sat him down. And they went over that thing line by line. They developed, they, they, they put him on the bench so that he can learn. Oh, my goodness. But people think that this is Pat Mahomes year one. He was able to read defense year one. He didn't go through no growing pains. And the same Pat Mahomes that people saw for the first two quarters of the Super Bowl, that could have been the Pat Mahomes of his entire career. Oh, buddy, people don't understand. People just don't understand. Their wiggle room is their 37-38 wiggle room yeah. where tonight they could start talking and have a, like, that's how Jerry gets deals done. They stay, mm-hmm. had Mike McCarthy get done. <laughs> they stayed up all night, beer and nachos until dawn. That ain't having no sleepover. No, no not <laughs> sleepover. Maybe his agent would stay up all night. He might. Maybe it'll be tonight. Skip, you had the point that you know what it's going to cost you. You're looking at $200 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want five years, Skip, it's going to be $40 million a year. Yeah. You're looking at $200 million. And That's what you are. Jerry has to look at a cap next year that might fall and right. might even plummet, right. given mm-hmm. whether this season right. is going to go or not right. go, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Correct. he has to factor that part in. And yet, do, do I think he believes in Dak? I do. do. Do I think he thinks he's Mahomes? He does not. So where's the... Does he believe in Dak like he be- believed in Tony Romo? He believed in Tony Romo as box office. He knew Tony would sell for the right and the wrong reasons. Dak is not box office. Dak's just a franchise leader. That's what he is. Again, he's not fun to watch. He's not excited. He's not Cam Newton. Cam is like must-see. Every time Cam's on, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm not sure what's coming. And yet, there's no real... Since Since entering 2016, the present day... Dak Prescott won more games than Cam Newton. Quarterback accuracy was better than Cam Newton. Oh, percentages and down the field of play was better than Cam Newton. And on top of that, of course, the ratings of games, of course, because he's just playing for the Dallas Cowboys. So the, the, the craziest thing for anybody to say, well, Dak Prescott is not box office. Now, 
of course, people love the I'm down by 30 and I'm going to have this quarterback like Tony Romo able to wheel and deal and get us least competitive or compete within the confines of a game. We love that. Matter of fact, we, 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 we enjoy seeing those type of things. But the reality of it, Cowboy Nation, is that this team, this team, people got people to gotta realize this. Tony Romo is gone. The gunslinging quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys is gone. The Dak Prescott era is here. There's no Tony Romo on this particular team. On top of that, if you really look at it, hey, Brett Favre, when he left, he was gone when he played for the Green Bay Packers and entered the age of Aaron Rodgers. People fail to realize all of that stuff of going back in the past and said, what if this and what if that? It's over with. It's flat out over with, Cowboy Nation. And that's what I have to bring to the table is that people got to got to realize those things right there. You can't you can't just sit here and say, well, this is what we're going to do. This is what we need to do. And this is what we're going to try to capitalize off of. The reality of it is this right here. Dak Prescott is the quarterback. Dak Prescott signed the franchise tag. Dak Prescott will be on his team for 2020. Now, 2021 is predicated upon what he does now. Now, I will say this. In order for the Cowboys not to sign him, what would have to happen for the for the 2021 season? The Cowboys have to go 1 and 15. The Cowboys will have to go what? 2 and 14, 3 and 13. And I just don't see that occurring even even if you guys say that the guy can't hear water if he fell off a boat <laughs> it's not going to happen cowboy nation it's flat out not we got to understand that this situation is unique and it's all because of jerry jones it is it's all because of jerry jones we'll open up the phone lines in a few but what i want to play here is this right here. I want to listen in to uh, this guy, Bill Polian. From ESPN, Bill Polian has a new podcast called Inside Football with Bill Polian, and Bill's joining us now on The Fan. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Now, this is recorded earlier from 105.3 The Fan. Shout out to you, Stelios, man, for making the donations to help grow the nation. We're going to listen in to what he have to say, and I'll go give you guys my thoughts, my rationale of everything. And uh, we will dissect this, and uh, then I will open up the lines so you guys can call in and speak your mind. I'm fine, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Bill, how would you approach this DAC negotiation? How do you view it from both sides, uh, Jerry and Steven versus Dak and his representation? And, and how do you see this playing out tomorrow or today? Well, uh, first of all, um, we haven't reached the witching hour yet, so there's still there's still more than 24 hours to go before uh, the, the negotiation period ends. That's point one, and that's important to keep in mind because uh, the most movement that occurs in, in most high-level negotiations occurs at the very end, under the pressure of time. Welcome, and one. thank you for choosing freeconferencecall.com. You're the helping has people. Been set. Patrick Mahomes doing that long-term contract recently is at least a benchmark 
that both sides will point to. Dax people will say it's not enough, that's a bad deal. And, and, and Jerry and Stephen will say, no, this is, this is, you know, he's clearly the number one quarterback in the National Football League. Dak's not far behind, but this is, this is what the number is. Uh, so at least there's a benchmark to look at that wasn't there before. So if there's any hope of reaching agreement, um, that's probably a good thing. I say probably because you never know what the dynamics of a negotiation are until you're in it. And sometimes when you're in it, you don't even know what the other side's hot button is. It's really, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Uh, but Jerry and Steven are at, at, among the best at doing it. So, and, and as you know, Jerry's always, you know, can pull a rabbit out of a hat at, at any given moment. So, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to business, he, he has no peer in the National Football League. So um, that's probably hopeful. Having said that, if they've come this far uh, then and, and, and can't reach agreement, I think the, if you were a betting man, and I'm not, but if you were a betting man, you'd probably say that Dak has made up his mind to play on the tag. And if that's the case, then so be it. Um, Dak makes a, a, a good chunk of money, and, uh, and, and he plays for the Cowboys and, and continues doing what he did to help make that the number one offense in the National Football League last year. And, and when negotiations can resume after this pandemic, which is going to change things dramatically on the field, I think, um, then they, they, they resume. So that, that's not a bad result for anybody. Um, it's just uh, a little bit of a gamble for the Cowboys and a pretty big gamble for Dak. But he's a young guy, and he may feel it's, it's worth a shot. Bill, I, I do want to ask you about the Mahomes deal and, and what you thought about that, but also – you know, as 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 a front office guy, how do you weigh Patrick Mahomes is is on one level, and then Dak Prescott's on a, on a, on a different. I mean, he's not as good as Patrick Mahomes. So, how do you weigh that? This is what the market has changed to, but he's not on the same player. Well, the, the, the Cousins is the best the best example of what happens with quarterbacks. Certainly, other positions as well, but quarterbacks for sure. Whoever's on the market at the given year sets the market, right? That's all there is to it. It's not about how good the player is. It's about who's on the market and what the market is Listen. at that given time. That's why the union fought so hard for free agency. I was, ba- I, was, I was there. I was one of the negotiators. So I know why they wanted it, and it's because of this. This is purely market-driven. So from, if I were negotiating, the first thing I'd say is, listen, guys, we have the market now. It's Patrick Mahomes. Well, the other side is going to say, that's a bad deal. We're, we're not going to allow that to be the market. In the end, that's the that's the the 500-pound elephant that's in the room. It's Patrick Mahomes' sign. Now, obviously, Dak's not going to sign for 12 years. That's for sure. And uh, and, and you know who could blame him? But in terms of of the money and and some of the structure, that principally the money. The structure is what you argue over, but the money has has certainly been uh, set because Patrick Mahomes is the market. So. That's the way these deals are driven. Is Kirk Cousins what? Now, uh, what he's saying is that the market is the market, basically. It's not about the the overall collective skill set of said quarterback. Just like when Carr got his money, you didn't see Aaron Rodgers sitting there like, oh, wait a minute, the brother got 25? 
Now, what happened was Aaron Rodgers was like, okay, that means I'm going to get an even bigger pot opposed to what Carr was able to get. Now it's my time. And that's how you was able to see that crazy contract for 33. And then from there, within the middle of that, that is what set up the uh, actual uh, contract for uh, Russell Wilson uh, to get his 33 or 30 something uh, odd million dollars. But in between there, that's why Jimmy Garoppolo got more than what Carr got. But it took Carr to get his first deal to 25 million. So it's not about how good of a player the player is. It's about setting the market and what the market is rendering. That's all I'm going to say on that. But let's listen to more what he had to say. Worth what he got? No, absolutely not. But the market dictated that that's what it was at that time, and that's what the Vikings paid. Bill Polian here on 105.3 The Fan. Bill, what is your evaluation of Dak as a player? I think he's a very good player. I don't think he's a great player. RJ is higher on him than me using some of the advanced analytic numbers. Uh, what's your evaluation uh, of Dak as a quarterback? My evaluation of Dak as a quarterback is that he's a very good player. Um, no quarterback can play without people around him. Once they did, did, oh, oh, did, did we hear? <laughs> did we hear? Did we hear him say that no quarterback? I'm just going to repeat <laughs> what he said. No good. No good quarterback can play without players around him. Did you guys hear him say that? Is he a, a Hall of Famer? Uh, is Bill Polian is a Hall of Famer? Y'all, let me know. Let me rewind just a little bit. Once they got uh, uh, the receiver and and, and straighten that situation out. Then uh, Amari Cooper, then Dak began to prosper. Uh, mm-hmm. They've added to the. Re- no, let me let me rewind it all the way back. You know, I got to go all the way back. My evaluation of Dak as a quarterback is that he's a very good player. Right. Um, no quarterback can play without people around him. Right. Once they got uh, uh, the receiver and 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 straighten that situation out, then uh, Amari Cooper, then Dak began to prosper. Uh, they've mm-hmm. added to the receiving core, mm-hmm. which is which has made it better. Zeke makes a, a world of difference for anybody. So right. he's got a, a great supporting cast, which he should have, and he plays well. This was the number one offense in the National Football League. I think people who who don't delve into the numbers and look at them uh, with, with, a, with, with an unemotional eye. Woo! I love the word unemotional eye. He said this was the number one offense last year. And are you guys able to hear that? Because I know some people, they're hard of hearing. Let me just rewind it again. I'm just going to let it play again. Well, this was the number one offense in the National Football League. Hmm. I think people who who don't delve into the numbers and look at them uh, with a with an unemotional eye hmm. realize, don't realize that the Cowboys were the number one offense in the in, in National Football League. The Cowboys failure to advance in the playoffs uh and, and and to get you know and to have a great season last year wasn't due to their offense it was due to the fact that their defense was you know really not up to par now this is the same guy who helped get marvin harrison uh edge y'all remember edge uh edgery james uh helped to go get dallas clark uh, help to go get uh, what's the other kid that lined up outside of uh, Peyton Manning uh, to help him out? Oh my goodness, what was it? What was his name? Was it uh, Wayne? What, what's Wayne's first name? I don't want to disgrace his name. What's Wayne's first name? So you had Marvin Harrison on one end, and you had Wayne and things on the other, and you had Dallas Clark, and you had Adrian James, and you had uh, Peyton Manning. 
Let me know, did he win the Super Bowl with that original coaching staff? I want to know. I want to know what you guys, the, the football philosopher, and shame on whoever said, uh, I'm going to pull your name up. He says, uh, let me go over here. Dog, man, your name is gone. But you're on the YouTube, you're on the Facebook page. Say, yeah. He, he said, yeah, Lamar Jackson will be doing the same thing with Dallas Cowboys. You a lie. You know you lie. Lamar Jackson, first and foremost, they would have had Lamar Jackson trying to play passing out of the pocket they wouldn't play to his strengths and on top of that they wouldn't have uh they, they would have still had old jason Witten out there and they would have still had probably uh, at the time swain or, or they probably had uh the other guy they, they wouldn't have been doing the same thing that the uh, uh ravens doing come on let's be real with it <laughs> y'all know good and well lamar jackson they would have said nah we ain't gonna have him running <laughs> we want our quarterback to pass him within within the confines of the pocket uh reggie wayne appreciate you da appreciate you the cowboys 2019 season was not on the offense but the defense was not up to par this is from grimes for your mind yeah you know bill bill, bill real quick you know we're in, we just finished year four with Dak. Year four. when you had peyton year four i mean it was up and down i mean you you guys went 13 and three then you had a a, a down year you changed coaches when can you truly make a decision on a quarterback and, and how great they are or how great they're going to be? Because I think four years is still – it's still not enough time yet. Let me rephrase the question. How can you <laughs> how can you make a judgment on a quarterback when he hangs it up or when he plays 10 or 12 years? That's when you make the judgment. True, true, now, true. how can you judge the efficiency of a quarterback and, and, and how good he may be? Around by year three, year Usually four. three to four years. It that takes that long. It, it, he, a quarterback in the National Football League, exempt this season, by the way, because it's so untoward. But uh, a quarterback in the National Football League doesn't reach full maturity until he's played four years. That's why the union wanted so badly and was willing to die on their sword to get four years free agency. Mm. That's just about enough time to get a feel for a player, not probably enough for a quarterback to be 100% sure, but right. certainly a good body of work. And, and with a long period of for quarterbacks, a long period, probably eight, eight ten years in front of them. So, uh, you know, now is the time to say, what is Dak? And he's a pretty darn good quarterback and there's still room to grow. He's going to learn a new offense this year, so he may take a step back, by the way, but that's neither here nor there. He still has the ability to do what you want him to do. Facts. Bill Polian with the new podcast, Inside Football with Bill Polian, joining us on the Home of the Cowboys with Sean and RJ. Bill, we keep saying that Dak has the leverage because you have to pay the quarterback. You had a couple of good ones, so I don't know how much you really had to worry about that uh, in Buffalo and Indianapolis, but can you see a GM having the guts to say, you know what? We're moving on. We're going to start over. We're not paying you the Mahomes deal, Dak. We're not going to take this to $40 million a year. You're not on that level. What's it going to take for a GM to do that? We know what happened with the Redskins, but can you see that ever happening? All right, before he goes into the details of that, I want to know your thoughts in the comment box. Do Dak Prescott got the leverage or he have no leverage at all? I want to know in the comment box, post me your thoughts down below. Uh, I haven't heard up to this point of the interview, so I don't know as well. I I really think 
that um, by Dak Prescott signing the, uh, the, the the franchise tag that I think that he lost some of that leverage. Um, my thing is uh, he should have waited because he had up until this point, he had up until tomorrow to sign the franchise tag. I think that he should have played a little bit with the Dallas. He should have played a little bit with the Dallas Cowboys owners, right? He should have said, okay, I'm not going to uh, move until you guys give me a deal, an unbelievable deal. Uh, I think that Mike Fisher from 105.3, the fan, said that Dak Prescott can't want a bulletproof type of deal. Now, now here's the thing. I heard that Dak Prescott have not spoken to Mr. Wayne Jones uh, since, I want to say, March. That's a long time, Cowboys Nation. He have not spoken to Jerry Wayne Jones until March. Uh, Tuck says uh, all of the leverage. Perry Locke says he has the leverage. Okay, y'all educating me over here. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's see. Uh, D.A., what's good? What you got? D.A. Lee, what you got? You got? He got the leverage or not? Ivan, do he have the leverage or not? Defensive scheme wins. I bring it. Yeah. Defense, we all know defensive win. Defensive schemes win it, you know. Terry Pratchett got four rings, right? Uh, Brad Johnson got a ring. Trent Differ got a ring. Come on, Joe Flacco got a ring. Eli, 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 Eli got a ring. But the defense stepped up. Dak wanted the uh, that $31 million. I don't blame Dak for getting that $31 million, though. <laughs> He's looking at it like, man, I'm getting chicken feed over here for, for three mil for four years. Matter of fact, Michael Gallup was making more money than me. <laughs> he just came on his team a few days ago, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, Akeem, what's good? He says, what leverage? <laughs> he said, like, what leverage? Uh, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys for life. <laughs> Law Nation, Mr. Overpaid. <laughs> like that inside joke, man. Really appreciate you, man. Y'all check out Dallas Cowboys for life uh, page. Um Eli got two rings. Yes, yes. Listen, let's, let's listen to what he had to say. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I think that Dak Prescott have no leverage, but let's see what they say. Yeah, I mean, look, anything can happen in sports. Uh, it, that could go out tomorrow, and God forbid, get in an accident, and everything would change. The sports is a minute-to-minute, literally, situation, True. so anything can change. But. As a GM, what you're trying to do when you have a good player at the most important position, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, and that's especially true the way the game is played these days, uh, you're, you're trying to get a deal done. You're trying your best to get a deal done. Now, it may be that you can't do it. It may be for whatever reason a player doesn't want to stay. There's any number of reasons why a player would not sign, but you try your very best to get a deal done. And I, you know, knowing Jerry and Steven as I do, and they're both friends, good friends, yeah. they're trying that their darndest to make it work. Now, part of the problem they have is where does his structure fit under the cap? And structure is, 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 is what you have to have because you can't have the quarterback alone. You have to have other people around them. Mm-hmm. You have to be, if you're going to go all the way, you have to be good enough to build a 53-man team. And that means using all the resources you have under the cap. So if what he's asking for is going to stress the cap, the point where you can't have a good team that's another story but we don't know what the numbers are so other than what Mahomes got so uh you know be foolish to speculate on that but the bottom line is I know they're trying to sign him you know the question is can they if they can't he plays on the tag that's not the worst thing that can ever happen 
Bill, do you have any classic negotiating stories with Jerry or Steven, something that, you know, stands out in dealing with the Jones boys throughout your uh, Hall of Fame career negotiating? Well, we've done, you know, a fair number of trades throughout the years. And, uh, and you know, I've served with Jerry on some committees. Mm. Uh, and, you know, what you see is largely what you get. He, he, <laughs> both guys are exceptionally smart, exceptionally smart. Mm, um, okay. They understand the business of football. They understand the football part of football, and, uh, and because they both played, and, uh, and 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 they understand what they need to do with the Cowboys, and they have a plan for for doing and making the Cowboys, uh, you know, as good as they can be. Uh, so there, there's you know making trades with them straight up. Honest. Here, we'll offer you this. No, we'd rather do that. How about this? Uh, let me think about it. Come back. How about that? Okay, fair enough. Boom, done. I think that uh, that was the end of that episode there. But I, of all of what I recorded, uh, I, I really think that, you know, sometimes you can be too smart, right? You know, old folks say, man, you're so smart, you stupid, right? <laughs> so uh, I, I do think and I, and I do know that uh, Jerry... And, and Stephen Jones are, are are intelligent people. They're very brilliant as it relates to marketing, as it relates to putting the best deal on paper, as it relates to uh, getting everything right in order. Right. Um, <clears throat> I do agree with with Bill Polian on that aspect of it. I'll be foolish and unwise to say, man, these guys are idiots. Right. <laughs> when they made more money than my whole family can combine, right? And they can can do all of the things as it relates to marketing and build cities, right? So I, I, I'll be foolish to say otherwise. 515-604-9318 is the phone line. 709-148 is the pin to get in. Uh, shout out time, man. Don't forget to put down where you guys are from. I always love to know that. Uh, I always love to see that, too, because we're the only nation that can have people from all over the globe. Right. Canada we got people from Australia. We got people right here from Mississippi and Dallas, right where I'm at. And we got people that's all the way in San Diego and Washington. So put down where you're from uh, in the comment box. Shout out to your coach, man. Really appreciate your coach, Trey. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing, Cowboy Nation. I'm not trying to say that Dak Prescott is the end-all, be-all. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that sometimes you can will and you can deal or you can try to bet and you can try to put all of these things together and it don't come through because you didn't gamble too much. I think that the Dallas Cowboys didn't gamble so much that now it's right in their face. Shout out to Longview, Texas. Jack Bynum, really appreciate you. Jackson, Mississippi, Dallas DeGray. <laughs> Shout out to you, man, on all of the 601s in Hines County out there. Arlington, Texas, Austin, really appreciate you all. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, <clears throat> it is what it is. Uh, Louisiana, deep Saints territory. Yeah, fly my Cowboys flag proudly. This is from Grimes. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, Dallas from Lincoln. Yeah. Sugarland, Texas, down there close to Houston, Tennessee, Honolulu. Yeah, appreciate you all the way on that side of the world. Uh, Ray, appreciate you, Leesburg, Georgia. So we got people all over the globe talking and getting this thing going the best way possible. Um, here's the thing: 
when we start talking about contracts in general, we start talking about money uh, on the top of this list. These are the big cap hits, and you can go to spoketrack.com. Uh, that's where you can get some of your information. Uh, I'm going to post the link in the description box. Let me just go right here. I'm going to flip it back. I'm going to post the link right here if it allows me to do so. There we go. Uh, almost down. There we go. Post it right here so you guys can follow. And uh, <clears throat> jump back over here. $31 million. This is why it's such a pivotal situation for us. $31 million does not allow you to go out there and get other people and get other things going and get other things moving. Other cap hit from the Dallas Cowboys is Dallas uh, Cowboys is Demarcus Lawrence. 21.9. That's a lot. That's a lot. For this year, uh, I think his, uh, his base salary is 16.9. Remember what I said by the Cowboys being coy with the situation, they could have got him at 14. They could have got him at close to the highest being at 15. But, you know, they got coy with it. All right. So the other situation is Zach Martin. He's a big hit. Uh, 15 million, 13 million for Tyron Smith. What would happen here if Dak Prescott get this new contract deal? This 31 million will go away. It may be in the ramifications of maybe 13, maybe 14 million or 15 million a year. You can take that other money then from there and utilize it to go get your other guys that can help out this team. I really think that if the Cowboys are, uh, are sitting back looking at it and saying, OK, we don't want to be in cap hell. But if you look at a four year contract, you can still. I think that there are such things as trade, right? <laughs> Only person that I heard that don't have a trade clause in it is Pat Mahomes. <laughs> but I think that you can pretty much wrap up a contract for the next two years because even let's say, for example, and I, and I love to think like this, uh, Cowboy Nation. Uh, shout out to you, uh, Stevens from California. I, I, I love to think of, think, think of it like this. Even if, even if, Let's say you want to get rid of Dak Prescott. Let's talk from that those per parameters. Okay, so in order for Dak Prescott to leave this year, we would probably have to go one and fifteen, two and whatever, three and thirteen, or it could probably just win only five games, right? Now, just off of the talent level alone with this particular team, show of hands in the chat box, in the community box, how? How, how do you guys believe we're going to go six games or we only going to win five games or we only going to win? I, I know somebody going to say, what about if we go eight and eight? What if Dak Prescott mirrored the exact same thing that we did last year and, and go eight and eight again this year? What, if, what would happen then? What would be the talk track? You have a quarterback now going eight and eight multiple times, right? What would be the talk track? Do you really say to yourself, okay, we will allow him to walk? Or do you sit there and say to yourself, okay, what's changed? We just rearranged the furniture on the Titanic. This thing is still going down. But who in their hearts of hearts believe that we're going to go 8-8, eight and 7-9, eight, 6-10, and nine, six and 10, or 5-11? and 11? Who in their hearts and hearts? I personally think that we do 7-9 this year. This is CT Cowboys. If we do, that, that what would it take? Just joking, cause <laughs> Stephen Roscoe really appreciate you. Stelios says eleven and five. That's my prediction for the season, actually. So me and Stelios is right on the same page. Uh, Montgomery says eleven and five. So nobody sees anywhere possible 
for us to go five and eleven. If we go five and eleven, even if we go six and ten, that's horrible for us. That's worse than going. Uh, to me personally, that's worse than going three and thirteen or two and whatever. You know, because here's why. Here's why. Six and ten, five and eleven. You will still not get the quarterback that you really need, right? <laughs> You'll still be picking outside of the Rams of a good quarterback. You will have to draft and move up. And let's say, for example, we get the best quarterback in 2021. We get the best quarterback. Let's say for some strange reason, the Cowboys with the collective talent that we have, if the season starts, we started off with this thing with only winning three games or two games, which will be a stretch, right? Vodge Lombardi said, we going 20 and 0. Shout out to my dog, Vodge Lombardi, who keep the party. Uh, <clears throat> so if we even somehow one way or another go that route of going only winning one game, how long do you guys think it would take for that new quarterback to enter into the Dallas Cowboys with the triple pressure of the media and beyond that we have? And on top of that, being compared to not just Tony Romo and Troy Aikman. Think about this. He will be compared to Dak Prescott too, his rookie year. Because you will still have those as to go out there and say, remember, Dak Prescott went 13-3. and three. So, J.D. says Trevor Lawrence. So, if we go out there and get Trevor Lawrence, let's say, for example, Trevor Lawrence is your starting quarterback for the 2021 season. Never played it down in the NFL. Never had the amount of pressure as it relates to the Dallas Cowboys. Because I saw what he played like against when he played with the LSU. And we can't say uh, 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 that he didn't have the talent there, I say. But I digress. I will say this. If you think that he coming into this particular system and he's going to go 13-3 and three and trump all what Dak Prescott did and trump all what Tony Romo did and trump all what Troy Aikman did, trump all what Roger Starback did and walk right in here, I don't think that that is even possible. On top of that, we will have to, it will be crazy, we will have to go 0-16 in order to get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> we will have to. We will have to go 0-16. So who in their right minds would think that Trevor Lawrence would be the savior of the Cowboys, right? <laughs> who? I, like, how is that even possible? What's the other kid? Fields? What's his first name? Y'all help me out. <laughs> Y'all help me out with his first name. Whatever his first name. Y'all think that he's the second best quarterback or the best quarterback coming out of the next year's draft? It will be hard. <laughs> it will be just so hard, Cowboy Nation. It will be too hard for us to even imagine that to be even to be even possible. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will not be in Dallas. I'm not impressed with him. This is from Georgia. Yeah, uh, we will get Trevor Lawrence. We get in at least two more rings. <laughs> uh, this conversation is going too fast. <laughs> but I just don't see that that even possible. D.A. Lee says, don't worry about it. Vaughn said we're going 20 and 0, baby. Justin Fields, yeah, yeah, just Cowboys vet 71. Man, <clears throat> now I will say this. Under uh, Mike McCarthy, maybe, just maybe, you get a Justin Fields, and you're talking about a whole new window. You're talking about what, year 20 probably 27 2028 20, <laughs> oh now we go to the super bowl <laughs> we get trevor lawrence it'll be a three year three years from there you know so it's 2022 2023 2024 maybe 25 that's when we get that mark hmm 
That's a long time. <laughs> People, we got to look at this day realistically, you know. And, and for us to get those guys, we will have to really fall flat on our face. Uh, it's not a lot of us unwanted pressure that comes with playing for the Cowboys. Is from Nate Brown. Oh, yeah. Look, Pat Mahomes deal came in through like a thief in the night. Nobody saw it. If they said they saw that he getting a 10 to 12 year deal, they lying. Chris Jones situation came in and jumped in. I think they started. Look, it literally said the, the, the Chiefs are starting contract negotiation two days ago. I'm going to snap so you guys can see it. Just like that, he got signed. Just like that. It was no bickering going back and forth. It was none of that stuff. I even posted on my Instagram. I posted. Um, I don't know if you guys can read the comments there. But let me see. Let me see if I can get to the comments. Uh, I can't even see it. Da, 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 da. No, I didn't allow you to see the comments. But I posted on my Instagram. I posted on Facebook. And I said, it's good to see. It's good to see a guy basically get picked up or get signed and we didn't have to go back and forth what's his worth what's his value is he worthy of getting that paper or he's greedy or he's not worth the uh the the salt we should trade him we should get draft picks from him because you don't play for the dallas cowboys multiple episodes from first take second tape third tape Undisputed Cowboys. They should name that show Undisputed Cowboys, by the way. <laughs> and uh, uh, Get Up, whatever the name of the shows that's out there. Man, that's dope. That boy look dope with that visor on like that, don't he? Don't he look dope with that digs? That digs going to be something special. That digs something nice. But Deadline makes deals. That does. Uh, I thought Mahomes was getting a six-year deal. Boom. Six, <laughs> six turned into ten years just from DA. Yeah. Uh, KC knows what they have. Laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do know what they got. Um, golf. You saw golf? Relax. He'll be signed. This is from uh, Salad. Salad, as they say, say your name, Salad. <laughs> um, Trey Lance from North Dakota State. I'll I look him up, Troy. Worry about y'all team. <laughs> Don't worry about ours. <laughs> this is from Coach Trey. Shout out to you. Uh, it won't be. When your quarterback won the Super Bowl, it was the MVP of the big game. After being the league MVP last year, no need to negotiate. Pay the man. Yeah. What about Danucci? This is from McKee. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, 515-604-938-9318 is the phone number to get in. The pen is 709-148. The phone lines are open for your mind. The phone line is open. Y'all call in. Don't rush to call the number now. <laughs> I know it's a new system. I know that it's not the old number. So if you guys call in that number, <laughs> please hit the other number up because that number is, is uh, no longer usable. My old number is no longer usable. So we're going with a new system. Uh, the 515-604 number is the new number. And if you'd like to support the nation, let me put this down here. Um <clears throat> And we got about, bam, there we go. Let me see how many more minutes we got on this thing. But I really appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button, share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when, he, when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. Uh, we got a few more minutes, though. So it's one. I've been, out, I've been live for one hour. Uh, got a few more minutes here. Danucci has a cannon, though. Uh, he got to the Vic type of flick. 
to his risk. This is from Harris. You know, um, <clears throat> quarterback strength as it relates to their arm is good. Is a good thing, but they got to be able to manage their game. They got to play with the lights on and the pressure on. I've seen Mike White uh, videos and people are like, man, Mike White, boy, boy, is so accurate. He can circumcise a gnat with his throwing motion and everything. He's nice. <sighs> but when those lights turn on, the boy turned into um, what's the guy who Denny disappeared on us. <laughs> yes, indeed. He disappeared on the nation. Um <clears throat> I'm in the queue. Oh, let me in. Let me see. I don't see your name here. I don't see your name here. Um, call back and call back in. I don't see your name in the queue here. Um, <clears throat> and that number again is 515-604-9318-709-148. Let me know if you can get in. Let me know. Read some more comments. <clears throat> With a franchise tag being realistic, conclusion tomorrow, how is not signing Dak Prescott a good uh, for the Cowboys uh, in any way? Uh, this is from Steven Stevens. With a franchise tag being a realistic conclusion tomorrow. Um, this is why <laughs> uh, it would be a horrible situation for us. Uh, bam. Because thirty-one million is a is a lot of money against that cap. That's a lot of paper. There's a lot of coins. It is flat out. Yeah, cowboy shift. Uh, we haven't uh, been able to get in. It's tripping. Okay. Um. All right. Let me see here if I can do it this way. Then uh, spoils of war. I tell you. Technology, technology, technology. All right. Since they want to act all crazy, I'm going to get y'all conversation. I'm going to get y'all conversation one way or another. That's my mantra. One way or another. When they say, hey, when you're up against the life and miseries and trials and tribulations, uh, you just got to figure out a way, you know. Uh, that's what life is all about. Shaking stuff off, standing on top of it. And it does give you guys a weird situation. No worries. Don't worry at all. All right. So here's what I'm going to do then. <clears throat> and I didn't want to do it this way, but sometimes you got to work yourself. You got to walk backwards, right? Some people walk backwards before they walk forward. <laughs> Bam. Call that line, 682-214-4087. That's the old number. You can get in that way. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about that? <clears throat> how you like those apples, right? And we'll figure this other thing out. Yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So 682-214-4087. 980, what do you know? Hey, what's going on, Law? Nothing this is JD, it, man. man. JD, what's good, man? Talk to me, man. What you feeling? Hey, man, listen. I think I think Dak's the dude, man. Mm -hmm. I think I think that uh, we got a really good offense that's going to take care of him well this year. I think, I think that we've been pushing him towards to be more of a pocket passer, and I think he's exceeding at that. Mm -hmm. But uh, – 
with all the Dak stuff aside, because I think that he's going to be that guy, I think uh, Diggs is about to show out Ooh, my goodness, as a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's about to do things that Byron, I think that was such a wise choice for the Cowboys to just move on. For I love Byron. Yeah. He was great, but, mm-hmm. you know, when when we look at those turnovers, like when people talk about Jamal uh, Jamal Adams, like I love Jamal Adams too, and I see his turnovers, I'm like, man, you know, do, do we do we really want to overpay for another Byron Jones? You know what I mean? Like, though Jamal could get in that backfield and make plays, you know. That, uh, Jamal Jamal is an animal within an animal within an animal of himself. Uh, I like what he can bring to the table. But uh, realistically, I don't think that the Jets will give the power to the Dallas Cowboys. I just don't see that. But uh, I, I do like the aspect of Diggs, number 31. He he mm-hmm. seems like he's polished. He comes from a, a football background. His brother played for the F- National Football League, so I think his brother gave him some tips. I, I just think that this guy is, is one of those guys that is really ready for it. Oh, for sure. I think mm-hmm. – and I think it's gonna turn turn up for um, our other boys. You know, I, I I I mean, I got mixed feelings about Cheeto. Right, I do too. You know, but uh, you know, Lewis. I think you know Lewis. You know, every single time he came out there, you know, he caused some turnovers, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe <clears throat> though I don't think that he could probably take Cheeto's spot as a cover corner. Um, you know, I, I think the turnovers are going to be more important to this coaching staff this year than it seemed to have been in previous years. But, hey, I appreciate, appreciate you having me on here, love. But, uh, yeah, go Cowboys. Appreciate you, fam. J.D., salute. Good call, man. <laughs> Good call. I had to jump back to the old way. You know, had to do the old school number, 682-214-4087. Look at that. Now, now you guys call it in, 409. What's on your mind? <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? What's good with you, man? Talk to me. Man, four years, 40 million, bro. Four years, 40 million. Let's get it Go out ahead, the way. Bro. Peel the scap off the, uh, of the womb and just let it bleed, right? Well, actually, it's just... You got a room, you stop over here at the corner store. It's a little, you know, marked up, but that's your only option at this point. Right. There ain't no Walgreens inside. There ain't no Dollar General. It's just this corner store that marks up everything. That mm-hmm. Ordinarily, you can go somewhere else, but you're not in the wholesale market. Mm. It is what it is. It's the market. Oh, oh, you know what? You just, you just put something on my mind, man. Boy. Come on, no? Oh, man, come on. I love analogy talk. You know, sometimes, sometimes, we we can go to we can have a gash or a wound, right? And we try right. to self medicate it ourselves, and we end right. up infecting it. Now it costs mm-hmm. us more because now you got to go to the urgent care facility. You know, now you're you in know, the urgent care, and now you sit there and say, "Hey, man, it got infected," and it costs you I more money than all you had to do. That, that five dollar band aid, right? I'm like, I can go, I can get these band aids for a dollar elsewhere, but. Yeah. You bleeding. You bleeding. You know? Yeah. You, you, you sit up here, you get rid of that, you're going to be bleeding point blank simple. Y'all can talk about Andy Dalton, have all these little wet dreams about Ben DiNucci. Dog, mm-hmm. stop. <laughs> I saw Colin Cowherd uh, today pull up the trajectory of what Alden, well, not Alden, uh, Andy Dalton did compared to Dak Prescott did their first four years. And all I can yeah. think about is sitting there saying, that, yeah, those numbers look good. 
Yeah, those numbers look good for Andy. Yeah, they look very comparable. But people fail to realize, let me know who did Andy had to throw to for those first four years. Come on now. Come on now. That guy is still out there, and he's still probably, if he can get back on his feet, he's he's a dog. He had a dog his first four years, and that defense was nobody to sneeze at. That defense was nice. But I don't get it. it's crazy that, how he would do that, and then all of the Cowboys fans would take it and, and put it back on me. Like, like, like he said, see, and the dog, this Dak Prescott, the same person. <laughs> I, with less upside. <laughs> with less upside and less relevance to what today's NFL is. Right. And mm. Dak Prescott, at this point, his, his genius is barely about to flourish. And you mm-hmm. see that because you see him going up in the center in every top five category. You can talk about garbage yards, but you go back and watch every game the Cowboys were up into it, mm-hmm. and they were in it. And if they weren't in it, it's because Brett Maher's dumbass done kicked the field, missed the field goal. Right. Yeah, I mean, point blank simple. I, I don't know. We, it's, I think because we've been talking about this a year and a half. Right. We've been kind of – we've been contradicting our own selves and going back. Mm-hmm. And it's almost made us delusional. And you hear these delusional statements like Andy Dalton? Are you serious? <laughs> so, it, it, at least it was better than Blake Bortles. Remember, it was, it was Blake Bortles oh, at the start of 2018. God. It's like, hey, Dak Prescott and Blake Bortles, the same person. <laughs> Come on, man. And, like, he's like, I mean, he's a top 10 quarterback. And at this point, four years from now, you're not going to be able to get a top ten quarterback. Right. You're not going to be able to pick Trevor Lawrence. Nobody trying to go two and fourteen to get Trevor Lawrence. Right. Right. Sorry. Nobody yeah. trying to trade two first round picks because you got to trade two first round picks to move up two spots. Yeah. From from number four to number two. Yeah. I Chicago Bears. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. you really get that bad, you know, a bunch of you are going to pass up on Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jacksons and Aaron Rodgers and the list goes on and on. Yeah, it's, it's a crap shot. You're right. It, it's a crap shot. Mm-hmm. It's a crap shot. And at this point, if you want to take the risk, like you said, of missing out and not paying $5 for that band-aid or just going ahead and addressing the wound right now, mm-hmm. then – you sure right. right, man. Appreciate you so much from the 409, right, man. Really appreciate hey, just, you, bro. Just a good little take, 409. It's a home of uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Winning, uh, yeah. Okay. Coach, Coach Jimmy Johnson. Coach Coach Johnson. Texas. Shout out to you, yeah. man. Appreciate you, yeah, fam. Yeah, yeah, All right, bro. Salute. Good call, man. Good call, man. Hey, when you call that good, man, and, and put that thing on my mental, man, Hey, I, I, I got to. This is Sparta! Yeah, yeah, good call. 682-214-4087. That's the number, man. I had to do it that way because the other number, play, I hate no man, you know. But 682-214-4087. I, I know what I got to do with the other situation. I know what I had to do, and I, I thought I could get away with it, but I couldn't. So uh, I, I will say this, Cowboy Nation. Be careful what you wish for and dream for and long for. Because at the same time, do not spoil what you have. Do not spoil 918. Put it down, 918. What's good? Oh, man, Law, what's up, man? Man, it's your world, man. From Tulsa, man. I called you uh, yesterday. I think we spoke, man. I I just got to, I just got to, I got to, I got to ask you something, man. Just say you, Dak Prescott. Right. Okay. We, uh, 
we third and three. You you dropping your shoulder into uh, Darius Leonard or one of them linebackers, and I'm only thirty one million on the books this year. You trying to get that first down this year, or uh, see see this is what I think. Mm. If I'm that, I'm gonna tell you this. If I'm that, don't call no read option for me. Right. I'm not running off the option. I'm handing it off every single time. <laughs> so I kind of seen it last year too, Law. Uh, he was hesitant to take off running though. Now I know he, in the last game he had a shoulder injury and all of that though. Right, but right, right, right. I'm, just, I, I, I'm not. I'm not okay with hurting myself this year. Now I'm. I'm getting these two years out the way, and then I'm gonna go uh, play hard for somebody that uh, that want me. I'm gonna go hard for somebody that uh, give me that four or five year deal. Then I'm then I'm running into linebackers on third and three. Then I'm uh then I'm you know scissoring into the end zone. You know doing all of that Lamar Jackson stuff. But mm-hmm. I just think that I just think that that's kind of hurting the team without the deal. And I know what people are gonna say. How much do he want and all that stuff? We kind of discussed that the other day though. But I just think you know it might it might make you a half step. You know think of, I might think about it a little bit more. It, uh, unless, you know, I ain't reaching out and I'm not trying to hurt nothing. I'm definitely not my right shoulder. I'm not putting it into nobody to get no extra yards or nothing like that. But yeah, I just want I just want I just wanted to I just want to enter that into the conversation and I'm a, and I'm gonna step up. No, no, no. Stay 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 right here because as soon as you leave somebody else can call in. I don't have the uh, okay, the whole okay. feature. But but I will say this to answer your question. Uh if I'm Dak Prescott and I got thirty one million dollars whether or not I win, lose, or draw, I'm gonna get this thirty one million. I can I can only elevate it if I play well, right? But if it's a situation if it's third and three and if I know the way they treated me when I played for the Philadelphia play, played against the Philadelphia Eagles, right? He didn't practice yes, all sir. that week, right? Yes, he didn't sir. practice all that week, and he went out there, and it was still his fault. And nobody, nobody, nobody bringing up the fact that he had a bum shoulder, right? They only say, "Hey, nobody." You, you no, they're lost. not gonna say that. They're, they're not, not gonna, gonna say that. that they you lost. You didn't win, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I would have that in my mental, and I'll sit there and say, "Man, I'm going to do this thing. I'm gonna put it on the shoulders of Ezekiel Elliott." I'm gonna put yes, it on I the heard. shoulders of of Amari Cooper, maybe yes, end of because they gonna get that paper tomorrow. I'm not promised <laughs> to get my paper beyond this 31. I hate that's to say right. it, but that's the reality of it. And I hate that, man. Yeah. I hate that for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys because I might need him to put his shoulder into somebody. And yeah. then what? We, we down three, and then he don't do that. We we punting, and then we down ten. So. It's just the whole dynamic of the team really lies on the queen. He touched the ball every play. I need him. I need him satisfied. And, and, and man, I said he should have been in Cabo with Zeke last year. That's what I said. <laughs> I said he should have went to Cabo with Zeke because this man needs to be. You can't run your training camp without your starting quarterback. How are you going to do that? Yeah. That, that did too much good guy stuff to me. He should have been. He should have been one of them. Uh, what Brian Brodus called him. <laughs> Brian said he need a couple of couple of those guys. He, said he should have did that last year, man. Because I just knew it was. It just. I just felt it was coming. Why do Dak, the model citizen, gotta act the fool to get some money? I just don't get it, man. Right, right. Gotta, I'm gonna get off here for real because the, the kids outside law. I'm. I'm just talking to. I'm talking too long. Appreciate you, man. Salute, bro. Good yes, sir. Job. Yes, sir. I, I ain't trying to kidnap and hold him hostage there. But but you guys get what I'm saying, right? You know, look, Ron Tannehill, shout out to him, you know, Texas A&M guy. We love him, you know, down here in Texas. But the guy played eight games. And before he even get to his ninth game, they gave him $90 million guaranteed. They didn't even pay Derrick Henry. They didn't even give Derrick Henry a dime yet. They gave Ron Tannehill 
$90 million out of eight games. <laughs> but I would hear people go back and forth and say that, hey, he was better than Dak Prescott. But when we look at it and we look at everything, there was a game that he only passed the ball for six, six, six attempts. They won. The quarterback gets all of the love. But when we start looking at it, boy, oh, boy, 908, layer straight. What's going on? It's uh, Big Pain back again. Big, here. big Pain from the Eagles. Uh, what's good with you, fam? Talk to me. No, you know, um, I just had to let them know that it was Eagles Nation from the get-go because what I'm about to say, if there's any Eagles fans in here, is going to make it seem like I'm giving, like I'm like I'm defending Dak, but I'm just calling the spade a spade right now. Right, and, uh, right. You know, and I before before I was an Eagles fan, I liked football. So I, I like I watch, I try to do everything as if I'm not an Eagles fan first because if right. I do, then you know that could be like the twenty race twenty rated quarterback in the league if I'm a, doing it off an of Eagles fan basis. No, so when I com- a lot of people compare that to Wentz, but I like to compare that situation to golf because mm-hmm. here's the thing: the first year under Jeff Fisher. You know, people were saying, yo, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jared Goff, like a bus. Mm-hmm. And, and they go right. ahead and get him his coach. He, they get him his coach early. Mm-hmm. Early. Now he goes Now he goes up, puts up 30-plus touchdowns. You know, Todd, he relies on running games just like Dak. Right. And then he gets hurt. And then Todd Gully wears out. They, move, they go to the Super Bowl. But then within that span, he gets paid. Mm. See the thing is, Jerry. The things that Jer- that Jerry Jones is doing is the things he should have did, like getting him the coach and getting him the weapons. He should have did that to see if that is is your guy. So so within that span, before you had to pay him, see if he's worth the money. Mm. Now you're trying to make him prove it in his fifth year, and, he, and he's not doing it. And I'm not mm. and I'm not mad at him for 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 doing what he's doing because you get him the coach now when you should have been got him the coach. And that, that's the whole problem right now. They make them, oh, now we gave you the coach with the weapon, so now you got to prove yourself. These things should have been proved. These things should have been given to him years ago. Years ago. And, and it's kind of like if, if, if this was to happen with your Carson Wentz guy, right, if you still had Chip Kelly, you know, as the head yeah. coach, and then you, you would sit there and say to yourself, well, I don't know what I really got out of Carson Wentz because I had Chip Kelly. Let me bring in somebody else as the head coach so that I can fully evaluate Carson Wentz. Or to make it on the flip side, I, I just did an interview. I didn't do it, but the 105.3 The Fan did it with Bill Polian. He had what? Mark Levy, I think, was the head coach for uh, Peyton Manning. And let me bring up these weapons Peyton Manning had. a uh, Reggie Wayne, uh, Marvin Harrison, Edge. You remember Edge? He was, he was bad, boy. I mean, Edwin James. So, and we had a, a a Peyton Manning out there as the head as the head quarterback, right? But you couldn't yes, get a fair assessment without changing the coach. You see, <laughs> and of course, this is a whole different situation. Peyton Manning is transcending type of talent, but you had to put a better coach into the system because he knew that they was never going to go anywhere with that particular coach. So sometimes it takes coaching, but you got to figure out a way to also pay the quarterback or show some type of trust in the quarterback. 
at the end of 2018, $22 million was Dak Prescott collective market rate or market value. If the Cowboys were to say, okay, 18 was kind of like an up and down year, we're going to step on a ledge and give you a $28 million contract. Do you think Dak Prescott camp will say, no, 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 no. You think he would have said that? Man. Now they would have took it. He would. They would have ran to the bank and said, "Okay, we got twenty-eight million stretched out of four years or what have you." That could have been his four year. Could have extended the uh, the final year of his contract and stretched this thing out. It would have been really a five-year deal, but you extend it for one, and now we wouldn't even have this conversation. The Cowboys would be talking about something else right about now. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that and that and that that's just the, that's the problem with with the whole organization, you know. We, we troll each other and all that, but at the end of the day, you know, one thing I can say is that, you know, some some fan bases can get coaches fired. With with y'all fan base, it's hard for y'all to get a coach fired with, with mm-hmm. uh, within Jason Garrett. So it's hard because, you know, Eagles fans go and say, fire Andy Reid, fire Chip Kelly in the stands, and, mm-hmm. and eventually they fired him. It's hard because, like, y'all have, y'all, y'all have a solid team, a pretty good team right now. You know, the potential is there, but it's like, when the owners, the thing is, it's hard to uh, be a, a good a good football team when your owner is politicking. At the end of the day, he's he's controlling the narrative. So, uh, you know, we won't give him a coach. We'll give him a coach that's a run first coach. So he's not going to even show his arm. Then right. when he's able to show his arm, your defense is trash. Mm. So it's like, so now it's like, all right. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to give y'all. We're gonna give you the coach, but now you gotta prove yourself. But he is he in his fifth year already. So all True. this stuff should have been handled prior to and that's and you know, I don't feel like that's how you're supposed to handle a situation with any quarterback. I don't care if it's Baker Mayfield, they fired about two two coaches. They're gonna see if he's good or not with how they got the talent, they got the coaches, mm-hmm. and they try to see because eventually they're gonna move on from Baker Mayfield if if I didn't give you so many different coaches. Now switching coaches all the time not good, but they right. show him. They, they they're trying to show him. Uh, they're trying to show that that we believe in him. They get got him Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, <laughs> tight end. Oh they my got god! Him all, like, yeah, like they got him yeah. all. Like like if Wentz had that, it would have been crazy. But Wentz also, my team. At least we have. I'll take the GM, the coach, and the big boys up front over all that talent and no coach because I seen a good uh, a good team with Chip Kelly get destroyed by 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 a bad coach and a bad GM. Yeah. <clears throat> man, you, boy, you man, you good, man, boy. Big pain, right? B I G pain. <laughs> boy, I'm telling you, man, the, the Eagles guy that's speaking some good Eagles content uh information for our mental, man. I I I, I I'm perplexed. I, I I'm baffled <laughs> over here, man. I'm appalled well, basically. So, I uh, really you appreciate know, you, bro. Talk to no him. No doubt, no doubt. You know, and that's why that's why I I have us Winning the division, it's not because of the, it's not because of the, and that's why when I say the Eagles been winning the division. It's not uh, hold on, and, and, you, and you can't, you can't come on this channel but, but saying listen, us. You can't say us though. You gotta, you gotta say something else. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's the thing. This is why I have us winning the division oh, because of because of the belief. Mm-hmm. It's not the talent is there. Like I don't have right, no. Right. If, if Joe Flacco could win the Super Bowl, if Nick Foles could win the Super Bowl. If if the old Ravens quarterback before Flacco mm-hmm. could win a Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure that could win a Super Bowl. It's not about his ability; it's about the team, the ownership, and everything. And they play. They it's like 
they're betting on Dak to, to, to fail next year. That's what they're basically doing with this franchise. And right. You're not supposed to do you're that saying. with your quarterback. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're not saying. supposed to do that yeah. with your quarterback. You're not. That's the only thing I got to say about that. You're not supposed to do that. In, is, I, like, I have no problem with the Cowboys failing, you know, as mm-hmm. Eagles said. I want that to happen. But I see what's going on. Or like I recognize what they're doing over there. It's right. Not, and, and, it's, and it's like, you know, it's wrong on aspect of him for, for Dak Prescott because at the end of the day, you take all the fan stuff away. You know, I want my seeing a, 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 another man, black man get his money at right. the end of the day. Right. I don't, I, you, at the end of the day, I would love for him to get his money. So mm-hmm. it's not even, but I want him to get paid. I want him to, to get paid. So when we beat y'all, it's, <laughs> it's fair and square. It's not, no excuses. This, these narratives that hang over the teams is relevant. That right, affects right, players. Right. Like they, they have mentioned this about how Kirk Cousins is trying to prove himself and how he did battle on the Redskins. This is the same thing that you might, you might see Dak Prescott like, mm-hmm. you're not running the ball this play. I got to get my money. Like, somebody right. going to go route real quick. Like, that, this stuff can all be handled easily. And, you know, that, that's just that right there on Cowboys fans. Y'all should be done sick of Jerry Jones by now. That's the main thing. Y'all, y'all should be not liking him as much as y'all don't like us Eagles fans. Because the way we hated Chip Kelly, we hated him just as much as we hated everything else. Yeah, I, I feel exactly what you're saying about this situation with us feeling towards uh, Jerry Wayne Jones. But you, you know how that thing goes, right? That's one object yeah. that is going to be hard for us to really move from out, out of our minds and our mindset. So, But I feel what you're saying, man. I really appreciate you so much for calling in, Big Pain. I'm going to try to save your uh, name in here, man. So next time you call in, I, I, I know exactly who I'm speaking to from the 908. Okay. But, but appreciate okay. you, fam. All right. That's a good call from Big Pain, man. 682-214-4087. Uh, Big Pain from the 908 uh, Eagles fan. Um, <clears throat> he spoke some good stuff, man. Uh, I, I can't I can't even counter some of the stuff that he said because it's facts. And you guys know how I love facts. It make my beard hair grow, make my teeth white. It just does all of the good stuff for you. And when I look at this Dallas Cowboys team, I say to myself, man, Good old man. If they can just change some of the ways, if they can just uh, covet some of the things. And I and I love like my, my people, like from 105.3 to fan. Uh, I, I love our insiders. But sometimes I think our insiders be speaking too much inside stuff. Like uh, Fisher came out the other day or I think it was t- today saying that, hey, the Cowboys are not interested in Jadavion Clowney. What what would that give to the people? How is this valuable of broadcasting to everyone that we're not interested in certain said player? Don't you think that it would be better if we can just keep or remain silent and don't tell people our intentions or don't tell people which angle we are going at? Should it be like some of this stuff could be behind closed doors? You know, uh, shouldn't this be like in Joku leave up to, hey, maybe the Cowboys are maybe they are are not interested wouldn't that benefit us down the line in the long run opposed to us having every bit of information out there and now people can use that counter that and push this thing out and be like yeah the cowboys are not interested in this guy or the cowboys are overly interested in that person and then now you have all of this narrative stuff going and now you can you show your hand and we end up getting bitten by, by it right <clears throat> Indeed, league really appreciate you. Never seen a guy four years in the league, no losing season, 
improve on the deep ball passes, explosive plays, has the leadership qualities, uh, pretty much. And um, <clears throat> well, we got a phone call. I'm going to read the rest of it, D-Link. Uh, shout out to you, the 3112. What's, what's good? Brazil, okay. You speak up a little bit, man. I can't hear you, fam. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you a whole lot better, man. Talk to me. No, no, I just want no, no, I just want to stress a little opinion. We've got a bunch of Cowboy fans down here in Rio de Janeiro. I've been a Cowboy fan since 1965. Um, went to my first game in 1972. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I want to talk a little bit about the Dak Prescott game real quick. You know, okay. Dak is the only quarterback that they, when they talk about wins and losses, is Dak. Who coached the team the last four years? Who's had two sets of outstanding talent and could not do more than eight and eight? It's like Jason Garrett never coached the team. Right. <laughs> it was coached by Dak Prescott, it's right? Coached, <laughs> it, it, it's coached by Dak Prescott. Right. So in my thing, yeah, you know what? Jerry Wayne Jones, Jerry Wayne Jones waited. Dak has no more time on his contract. So mm-hmm. then you either pay the piper. Well, you're going to have to pay the piper. Other right. piper go. Right. You know, and, and, what I, and what I see and what I'm praying will happen, they're going to get this deal done at the last minute so Jerry Jones can have the headlines all to himself tomorrow, mm-hmm. waiting for everybody to get signed, and he's going to do what he needs to do for Dak. Dak virtually saved our franchise. He did. Tony Romo went down. Brandon Breeden throws a beautiful ball. <laughs> just have to go through that again with Jerry Wayne Jones for another 20 years and not see another Super Bowl. I'm going to commit suicide because I am 55 years old, living in Rio de Janeiro, and my neighbor mm-hmm. happens to be an Eagles fan. So wow. For me, it's about coaching, man. People forget that Dak really has not had Patrick Mahomes would not be Patrick Mahomes without who? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Eric Benenemy. Eric Benenemy, yeah. Ben-Enemy. People forget about that. Carson Wentz would not be the curse. I mean, Carson Wentz would not be the quarterback he is without his head coach. Mm-hmm. If you look at if you look at top quarterbacks, they all got one thing in common: good coaching. Right. Good coaching, and you can't be one with the other, and you can have success without the other. You got to have that good coaching. And Dak had he's only had two coaches. I would say I think Romo coached him up a little bit. Because Romo was just that type of guy, and last year when they brought in uh, John Kittner, his name, the quarterback coach, John Kittner, Kittner helped him out. Kittner helped him out a whole lot, and yeah. so he's only had two coaches in four years. But every year, this kid has progressed as a quarterback. Hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna get going, man. It's like seven o'clock here in Rio. I'm gonna, oh wow! I'm gonna, uh, we on we on serious quarantine. Nineteen is is really bad down here, man, because our culture here is overly social. Mm. People want to go to the beach and have barbecues. And even though it's our winter time, our flu season's picked up here. Wow. So, you know, people are, are scared to go to the hospital because if you got flu symptoms, flu symptoms, the first thing they scream is, oh, you got COVID-19. Right. You got a lot of folks staying at home trying to self-care themselves, man. So it's, it's kind of scary down here right now. But, man. you know, God willing, we'll pull through this. But, and uh, you will, man. And I'm blessed. praying, you know, praying for, you Absolutely. know, the whole country down there. Well, thank you, man. I just want to say blessings to you, Law Nation. Follow you a lot. You know, I'll be. Lo- oh, one more thing. We're gonna be <laughs> launching our our professional football league down here in 2022, the NDASL. So mm-hmm. my brothers will get to start watching for us. Uh, we be doing professional football down here in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be launching 18. We got some big name owners. 
So we're not going to be the NFL. <laughs> we'll be the we'll, we'll be what Major League Soccer is. It will be the same thing here in Brazil with American football. So I want to say thank you all. Blessings, everybody. And I'll talk to you again. And, man, you do a great thing. You know, I love the music. Appreciate it, brother. Some of, them, some of the music clips down there, man. You be bumping some serious bumps, man. Yes, indeed, so man. You and the family, man. And, uh, uh, you know, go Cowboys. Yes, indeed, man. Appreciate you. Uh, all the way from Brazil, three one twelve. Uh, but he's all the way from Brazil, man. Uh, it, he spoke nothing but the truth with the coaches. Uh, people, 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 people. You got to have a coach. Yeah, I, I cannot stress this out enough. Um, it's, it's numerous movies. You know, <laughs> uh, remember the Titans, you know, they had a coach, you know, remember that? <laughs> uh, even Coach Carter, they went and got a coach, you know, that in that movie, in that picture, there's the, uh, it's showing a display of real life events. And uh, I, I love, I love, I love when uh, people call in and show their love and adulations uh, for the nation. Uh, what we have, Jerry Jones doesn't doesn't step out from his own way, law. This is from Maweenie, Maweenie. I hope I said your name right, Karam Mawana. <laughs> I hope I said your name right. Uh, Jerry Jones been the uh, the good and bad guy for us for many of years, but we love Jerry. It's like a love hate situation. And we do love our uh, insiders. We love all of our media people. They give us unbelievable coverage unbelievable intel uh, as relates to player operations but sometimes that could sell the waters and now teams will be able to really gauge on what you really aiming for if that, if that can make any sense and i could be a thousand percent wrong but i just think that the cowboys we give out so much information it's drilled upon everybody. It's already watered down with the uh, uh, first taken and uh, second taken, all of those other things. 205, you live. What's up, Law? What's up, Unc? What's going on with you? Man, man, what's, what's going on, man? How man, you doing, bro? Man, one day at a time, one move at a time, brick by brick, I'm stacking these things together, man. Talk to me. Man, how that little queen of yours doing? Oh, my goodness. Uh, man, she kept me up all last night, man. I thought I was a late-night roller. Man, she she woke up at 3, didn't go to back to sleep till like 5, and then woke back up at 6. She was like, what's up, Dad? What's up? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long ride with that. It's going to be a long ride with that, Cleo. So I feel you on that. <laughs> well, I know I know you got a lot of calls, man. I'm going to get you to come here. I just want to check on my queen, make sure she's all right. But look, man, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. With Jerry Jones, when you say you a businessman, what does that really mean? What that what does that really mean? Why would you wait all the way to the fifteenth to do this with that Prescott? Like I said, when you want to show loyalty, you show loyalty. Mm-hmm. Like the other caller said, he saved his franchise. Mm-hmm. He saved his ain't nobody gonna let no Chad hitting quarterback. <laughs> ain't nobody ain't nobody ain't nobody searching searching for anybody else. We got the right man right now. Let me tell you something, Law, and I'm going to make this real quick. I was a safety, a free safety in high school. Mm. The only reason I made the team because I had good hands. Mm. I wasn't good of a tackler, but I had good hands. Mm. Let me tell you something, man. We had a guy down here, we had a school down here in Woodland High School. I was Jack Stone. Let me tell you something, we had a running back with number 10 in the nation and an offensive line was rated, rated in the top 20. Well, mm. I watched film. I watched film with the cornerbacks and safety. This guy used to hit the hole and always 
go left. Well, I wasn't the favorite. They played favorites back in high school. So mm-hmm. I said, Coach, in the Jerry game, put me in the game, Coach. Mm. Please put me in the game. Oh, okay, go on out there, neighbor. Well, as I looked at the film, I knew this guy would come up through the hole and make a left. Mm. Well, I didn't finish the film quite good enough. <laughs> I didn't know that the little offensive line was pulling around that right here, and this joke hit me in my face, and I saw pure white. <laughs> you know, the weather outside is delightful, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Right. By the time I woke, by the time I woke up, long, mm-hmm. by the time I woke up, my hair, my front of my face, man, went right around my head like Bellevue cheese. <laughs> let me tell you something, man. The next day my career was over, I joined the choir, and I was the lead singer, and I was singing, there's a bomb in Gilead. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I want people out there to be careful with this COVID. This COVID is very, very, very crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Put your mask on. You wonder how you got this COVID. You show up at the doctor and you're naked. You got no mask. You got no clothes, t-shirt and shorts. Well, yeah, that's yeah. how you got it. Mm-hmm. And I want to get from you. I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is bad business law? Then wait to the 15th to do this for a country. And if it's if so low, why do you think Jerry is doing this? We all know that everybody is talking about this. You know, they're not talking about the team that just won the Super Bowl. They're not even caring about Chris Jones, who just got his contract. They're talking about the Cowboys. Yes, Jerry probably said, you know what, I might start negotiating with him on Monday. But we're going to let this Washington stuff talk. You know, they're talking about changing the team over there in Washington land. So he didn't want to steal those headlines because he would have to battle through that. And today he probably said, you know what, I'm going to release. Oh, my goodness. Now they just signed Chris Jones. So we're going to wait till tomorrow. The deadline makes deals and we're going to see. Now, if we talking about the Dallas Cowboys and we want to win the Super Bowl, why would you have thirty one million dollar cap hit removing all of the chances and opportunity for you to sign somebody? Opposed to putting now, I do know it takes two to tangle, but why not give Dak Prescott his deal that he's looking for now so that you can take that money and go out there and get your dog, get your other players that can help elevate this team and get to this Super Bowl ring. See, mm-hmm. and it ain't and I appreciate that, man, because yeah. I've been struggling with that for the last two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And so have Cowboy fans been struggling. Why would Jerry just do this young man like this? And I want Dak, Dak for once, you know, I understand Dak don't want to rock no boats. But that you need to turn it to one of them nineteen seventy pimps. <laughs> you need to turn it. This, this wouldn't go down in the seventies. Right. You know, you can hit with that straight razor one time. You got a haircut and you got one time, and that was it. Yeah, it was you it. need to start turning it to Willie the pimp and get your money because I'm getting sick of it. Long, I don't have enough of it. It's it, it making my teeth tight. I mm. can't deal with it. But uh, I just want to say, man, I love you, bro. I thank you. I thank you uh doing humanity a great service by. Pulling people out of depression and, and making people focus on something else instead of saying, I got to worry about the light bill. I got to worry about the gas bill. I got to worry about this COVID. Thanks to you. Thanks to you, brother. Appreciate it. You have changed people's life and pulled yeah. me out of the darkness I was in. So I love you, brother. And that's what my thought today is. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, sir. In. Love you, man. Peace. Yes, sir, bro. All right. That's Uncle Charles right there, man. I know Vi said, that's my uncle. Hold on, that's my uncle. But I believe Uncle Charles is the nation's uncle. He's He belongs to everybody that represents that silver and blue. 
So uh, that's Uncle Charles, man, always giving us some good information, intel, and he's the uncle for all of Cowboy Nation. Uh, I really appreciate everybody, man, for tuning in to this thing. Uh, shout out to you, Joseph. Shout out to you, Larry Maxwell, that's over there on the Facebook groove. And Ronald Smith, man, really appreciate you. Uh, shout out to your money-making mall. Uh, and all of those who's tuning in to this thing, uh, the phone lines uh will be closed unless you can get in for the next few seconds here uh cowboy nation i just want to say this man um <clears throat> this situation as it relates to the dallas cowboys will dak prescott get signed will he not get signed will he do this or will he not do that is all up to jerry wayne look we can have our mental thought tracks on things but the reality of it is that they the ones that held back and waited to the last hour to make these deals go by. They the one causes all of the pressure to be here and pressure bust pipes. But don't you guys know that when you go into a car lot and you try to buy your car, you try to purchase that car, you never want to leave that car lot like you were sold that car, right? You was like, man. That doggone rascal sold me this car. But you want to be able to go in there with a clear mind and a clear conscience to be like, man, that was the car I wanted. That was the car that I love. That was the car that I, I, I really like, you know. That was the car that I feel good in. And I think that what Jerry does, and there's nothing wrong with the strategy, but he takes that away from these players. Outside of maybe Lyle Collins and Jalen. But he takes that away from us as it relates to the players. To go out there and say, hey, I'm worth this. And to go back and forth, well, I'm not playing. Well, I'm not doing this. It makes you feel different when you have to continually ask for these things. Now, I do know a closed mouth don't get fed. But sometimes, sometimes. Guys that's out there, if you really want to schmuse your lady, if you really want to have a great time with your lady, stop waiting for her to ask you for it and just go out there and do it, baby. Just go out there and say, baby, I'm buying you these roses because you ran across my mind. Don't wait for, for, for February the 14th. Don't wait for her birthday. Send her little messages thinking of you. Go out there and please your woman. And I'm not calling Dak Prescott a lady, but what I'm saying is that sometimes those small things that you do would take you a whole lot further. Or sometimes, I, I saw a clip the other day, Rihanna, when she was young, she went on some talent show. Boy, she sounded like some barking dogs that was hit by a brick. She didn't sound that well. She didn't sound good at all. One can argue and say, well, she still don't sound good. But somebody believed in Rihanna. Somebody sat Rihanna down and said, baby, you have the voice of angels. And it just took that person to continue to elevate. It's something about positive words. It's something about positive feelings. It's something about speaking life into somebody. It's something about looking at Dak Prescott from where he was at and sitting there saying that you was the fourth round draft pick, not the first out of the fourth. Charles Tapper, for crying out loud, was picked up before you. 
And all you did between the time frame of 2016 to now was win us games. Never had it and never got a chance to face a winless season. Eight and eight was your worst output ever. And that was when you showed us your most. Nevertheless, yes, you're not Pat Mahomes. But the Cowboys should have paid Dak Prescott before he got into 2019. The craziest thing, you cannot put the toothpaste back into the tube. You cannot have kids out here, Cowboy Nation, and say that they trash and say that they suck and they can't do this and they can't do that. But if can you imagine if you have kids out there and you sit them down and say that, oh, if their love is playing the piano and you know that they're difficult and struggling and playing that, and playing that piano. And you sit there and say, oh, you're horrible. Oh, you're trash. Won't you stop doing it? Won't you stop doing that? What do you think that kid will eventually do? Stop it. They won't have that same admiration. They wouldn't have that same love. Because they, all they heard was you're horrible. You can't play the keys right. But even if they are at fault, even if they are at wrong, you sit there and say to your son or your daughter, I'm going to figure out if I can bring in the best student teacher to help you out. I'm going to put resources around you so that I know for sure that you will hit the right keys at the right moment. <laughs> People fail to realize it's the small things. And all they did to renew the faith for these other quarterbacks that got their paper for the Ron Tannehill's of the world and said, OK, here's your 90 million dollars after eight games. Oh, Carson Wentz, you never won a playoff game, but here's your 110 million dollars guaranteed because we have some type of love and adulation. We have the faith so you wouldn't have to really worry about the situation for the fact that we drafted a Jalen Hurts behind you because you're going to get your 110 mil. Regardless of the situation. Oh, they didn't go back and forth with that. Golf, we know how you started, but it's about how you finish. We're going to make sure we have the best coaching situation for you. Yes, you lost your uh, a wide receiver, the Cooper Cup, last year. We're going to put this behind you and say, we got big money for you now. But it just so happened to be that when we have a Dak Prescott, you can't name me five other quarterbacks with more wins than Dak Prescott at this moment of time, even under the umbrella of Jason Garrett. But everybody, mama, uncle, cousin can say this brother cannot hit water if he fell off a boat. It is what it is at this point. To me personally, I'm a bigger fan of the Cowboys than it is of Dak Prescott. But what's more disserving or disjustice to Dak Prescott were to be to not allow that kid to go test the free market. Oh, and also what hurt us as Cowboys fans, if you do not have your full love and adulation to that player, for you to put the tag on him and capture us as fans for 31 million. And if you don't have that same threat of going out there and using Dak Prescott to get multiple draft picks, but you say that you love this guy and you treat him just like your son, but you only gave him $31 million, and if he can go out there and twist the knee right now, and that's all he would get. Go play the entire year, $31 million is all he would get. That don't seem, that don't sound right. It's kind of like Jay-Z saying, hey, Beyonce, I love you, baby, but check this out. Here's a promissory ring. Hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness i digress for those who just tuning into this channel man my name is law nation l-a-w nation 
I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Y'all know how this thing go, right? We need to see some fire. Appreciate those who donated, man. Thank those who subscribe. Let's go. And like I said, I really have <laughs> no fault in willing and dealing. If you want to do that, do that. Do just that, right? <laughs> but don't play coy with the situation, right? You can see some fire, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Write this down. Write this down. It's about desire, right? It's about the temperaments of your mind. It's about going through the triple darkness, but understanding that the light will show you the way. It's about this right here. How bad do you want something, right? They say if you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time. And your peace and your sleep for it. If all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it. And it makes you hold all of the things tawdry and cheap for it. If life itself seems empty and useless without it. And all that you scheme and dream is about it. If you'll gladly, oh, if you'll gladly go after the thing you want. And sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all terror of God or man for it. If you are simply... Oh, just simply go after the thing you want with all of your strength and capacity. Turn pertinacity. If neither cold poverty or fame or sickness of body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want. If dogged and grim and besieged and beset it with the help of almighty cowboy nation, we will get it. Let's go get that Super Bowl. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Where we at? This is Sparta!